everybody and welcome to episode 15 of the Feasible Filmcast. My name is Christopher and I'm pleased to announce with me today the Charles Band connoisseur and my cousin Philip. How's it going today? Good. How's it going? Good? Do you like that intro? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So on today's episode... We'll be reviewing uh, Independence Day Resurgence and The Shallows. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, the synopsis for Independence Day goes a bit like this. So as 4th of July nears, satellite engineer David Les Levinson investigates a 3,000-mile-wide mothership that's approaching Earth. When aliens attack, the U.S. president, team, teams of scientists, and brave fighters spring into action to save the planet from a seemingly invincible enemy. So... It's been 20 years since the last one. What did you think of this one? Well, <laughs> oh, Drake uh, and Emmerich, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And starring uh, Jeff Goldblum, Brent Spiner, <laughs> and Bill Pullman, and I forget who's the. Did a bunch of a variety of other like newcomers, I guess. Yeah, I think Vivica like, Fox was back from. That, that's right. <laughs> Smith's wife. Uh, that's of right. Of course. Will Smith was referenced in the movie, um, kind of alluding to what may have happened. I mean, apparently, um, you know, hopefully it's not giving too much away, but, you know, they allude to the fact that they, you know, he he uh, he died in a battle or something, um, some kind of mission. They have kind of like a memorial to his character, you know, uh, with pictures. But, um, I mean, they don't. I don't recall. I don't re remember if they come exactly out and you know, yeah, say that he did. Do, do, do I can't remember. Do they reference that? I think they just. I think they just show pictures and, um, you know, they just have the reference there towards the end where his son just says, you know, uh, you know the the close encounter line. But other yeah. than that, I don't. I don't think they ever. Oh no, they do. Yeah, they do say he died. Okay. That's right. Because I know they show his picture. Yeah, yeah, they do. Like, like within that's not spoiling anything. It's like within like the first couple ten minutes or so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, what did you think it like added much to the original movie, or or like, what did you like the original movie? I guess. Yeah. Um. So I mean, <laughs> shoot, it's probably dating, dating us, but I know. Uh, uh, it's hard to believe it's been 20 years. Yeah, I know, uh, crazy. 1996, uh, shoot, I was 13 yeah. <laughs> when the first one came out, but I remember seeing it, uh, as a 13 year old kid and, uh, I loved it, you know? Um, I know back then there, uh, there just weren't a lot of movies that kind of had that scope and that scale and, um, you know, the scope of the action and the special effects. And of course you had all the humor, with uh will smith and jeff goldblum and uh you know it had a, it had a really good vibrant cast it had a lot of uh and it had a lot of good things going for it. i mean of course a lot of people you know um may have dogged the movie but i mean as a as a youngster i always loved the movie yeah and i mean it you know it i, I guess you know you could probably say like like a lot of movies it probably hasn't <laughs> it hasn't aged particularly well with time but i mean i don't know i still when i still watch it um i still kind of takes me back to that yeah. first time when i remember i think i was with you when we saw it yeah yeah for sure were. Here's a, yeah um just takes me back to that first, you know, that first time we saw it back in '96, like when I and it's like I'm a kid again. But yeah, I mean, it's just one of those playful movies. Um, you know, it's it's uh, 
I don't know. It's just it's just a fun summer movie, you know. I mean, you you kind of it kind of checks off all the little uh, you know, the benchmarks about you know. I think what a lot of people like to go to see in a summer movie, you know, a big blockbuster movie, a lot of action, and um, you know, I mean, like I said, it 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 was a little goofy. It was a little. Uh, I don't know. It was a little, uh, you know, it had your sci-fi, it had your humor, it had your action, but I don't know. I always enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. What what was your take on it? Yeah, the original? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. It's like you were saying, it brings you back to, like, the nostalgia of the, like, those old movies where they still used models, and, you know, of course, model work just looks the best, and I just remember, like, whenever I think of Independence Day, I always think of whatever, for whatever reason, I always think of those special features of uh, them blowing up the White House, and you know, and, 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 you know, that was just like big back then. There wasn't that, I mean, there wasn't a lot of things like it's commonplace now with superhero movies. It seems like every single city in every single one of those movies has been destroyed at some point. And they even like destroy London in this new one. So it's like they, have to, they have to pick like a certain spot to destroy. But back then it was like, that was like some of the first of its kind, and especially like it looks so realistic and you know, yeah, of course, the humor. And it did everything that I love, like humor. You know, I liked all the actors. Um, right. You know, of course, it had the sci-fi angle. It had a lot of drama on there. And, of course, then the acting was just fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah. that's just what I take away of it. And, and especially in the new one, that's what kind of was wondering how it was going to be. Like, for one, I was wondering, like, how the aliens come back. You know, right. that was the one thing I was wondering about. And I, I think they did a really good job about, well, I mean, not a good job, but I guess it's kind of obvious. Well enough. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did a well enough job to, to get everybody back together. And uh, like, like, you know, if you think about like all the different like reboots and whatnot that have been coming out over the past couple of years, like especially like, you know, movie studios just picking names out of a hat kind of, you know, if they have name value just to make a new movie about. Like Independence Day seems like one that you could just grab and do and it'd be easy, you know, as long as you bring some of the older people back. And I thought, you know, they just it like it exceeded my expectations like so much, like like especially like the humor. Like I didn't think it was gonna be, you know, as funny as right. it was. And uh-huh. I thought everybody was great. The only person was uh, Bill Pullman was kind of iffy, you know. His, yeah. his his I don't know. I don't know if it was just how they wrote his character or or what, but he was kind of just the only one I felt that was just kind of there. Well, maybe jo- right. Jeff Goldblum to, to a certain extent, but they, right. uh, the, the, he was pretty much the only one. I, I enjoyed most of the other actors. I thought they were, you know, fine. And, you know, bringing in the new crew is okay. And, uh, but yeah, like the, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as like a reboot goes, I think it's like one of the better ones. Like, you know, just taking like an old idea and, and giving it new ideas but yet well, still, it's, yeah, it's technically a sequel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like trying. Yeah. It's a sequel. It, yeah. It but like, like kind of introducing it for a new, a new generation, a new like, audience, a new generation, but you know, still kind of keeping the charm about what made the first one yeah. enjoyable to, you know, the people like us that, you know, to bring us back to the movie theater 20 years. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's interesting to note that like, <laughs> it's funny, but, I remember, of course, like, you know, being a fan of the first one, when I heard they were going to make a second one, I was always for it. I was like, oh, yeah, great. And But the interesting thing is, is I never really stopped to to think about, okay, well, what will the story be, you know? I mean, I just yeah. figured, oh, yeah, the aliens will come back, but 
I don't know when 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 we started seeing the first trailers and in that really kind of opened up. I was like, okay, wow. I was like, so we've used it's twenty years later, but we've used their technology to make our cool. planet. Yeah, it was a really neat angle to make our planet better. Uh, it almost creates like an alternate universe of our 2016. Well, it did create yeah, yeah. an alternate universe. It's like it's 2016 and in, in the film's universe, but it's like a completely altered. I mean, using the technology that they scavenged and, you know, um, kind of, uh, you know, they were able to use the, the propulsion systems to uh, to open up space travel to uh, to increase our you know our weapon systems around you know our planetary forces um mm-hmm. i don't know it just like i think that's one angle that they got really right about this that like probably a lot of people it's just kind of lost on them like they're just kind of like oh yeah we use their technology but i mean it's a it's a if you really think about it it's an interesting angle because like it really set the tone for you know what the whole movie would kind of uh, be about you know because we we have this technology and it's like we've become stronger we've become more advanced and in 20 short years from using all this technology far more advanced than you know we are today in current day right. um but then it's like you know using using that um using that same kind of uh you know technology to advance the uh you know to advance the uh the i don't know the struggle that would happen within the movie and right. uh, just creating the possibilities that they can create with that, you know, um, I, I don't know. It was just an interesting angle. And then, and then seeing how it played out throughout the film, uh, you know, the like like the struggle that it would kind of provide yeah. for the, the movie. You know, I mean, before they kind of alluded to it was a line where they said we never we never stood a chance before, you know, and now that they have these new weapons and these new technology, um, you know, to fight, uh, you know, when the the alien force comes back like stronger and more powerful than ever and it's like you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's it seems like we're still outmatched so i don't know it's an interesting little dichotomy kind of like that they that was present in the first one and they kind of played on that and yeah the, uh, the second one. Oh yeah and then yeah it's like like especially like 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 still talking about the reboot or whatever re reimagining i guess i'd say it's even better than like what star wars did you know bringing all those characters back you know and having i thought i thought this worked out so much what so much better i mean and then they're similar too right you know you you mean you know about the alien ships you know they come down to harvest resources and you know they're coming back for revenge and then force awakens or even you know even phantom menace was trying to bring in you know like a new audience from the originals you know back in the late 70s or whatever so yeah, right. I think this did just did a great job, like, you know, capturing like, you know, the new the new crew. And, you know, of course, like towards the end, they're, they're going to definitely, depending on how well this does, like move on with it, you know, for other sequels. And I think Roland Emmerich already said if it does well, he'll do another one. But right. it'll only be like a year because he does. He wants to use that new cast. So, right. you know, if they wait another 20 years. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. <laughs> I know, on their new cast, so yeah, that, that'll be pretty ridiculous. But yeah. yeah, like I was just glancing at like some of the reviews, and for whatever reason, I I just don't understand. Like you know, some movies you can just pick them out, you know, and yeah. I feel like we have a pretty good gauge on like you know what you know decent movies are and really bad movies are, and this one is getting like slammed. Like we're yeah, talking like one stars. Getting, yeah, it's just getting like half star. Uh, I just don't yeah, understand. It's just getting that. You know, I think I think it's 
you know, I've talked to several people that friends and people I know that have seen it. And uh, I think, I think, I think it should be noted. You know, I think we're probably in the, the minority of uh, as far as reviewers and people that saw this that enjoyed the movie. But I think the one point that I know I went into it and I don't know if it's the same with you, but I think with movies like this, especially after you wait 20 years, people's expectations are almost impossible sometimes. Right. And I, that they expect too much or they have, they have this notion that, you know, because the first independence day was, you know, I mean, it, it was it was kind of a, I wouldn't say campy, but it had a little bit of that element in it where, I mean, it, it, it I don't know, I guess that's why it was interesting. It, it had the serious element to it. It had the kind of the military side of it. It's kind of like it had the seriousness, it had the drama, it had the humor, but it also had a lot of playfulness. And uh, I kind of figured to myself and kind of like we were asking, what what would this movie be? If you know, twenty years later, and I think, I think Roland Emmerich and the you know the you know this production team kind of solved that because it's like I think if you try to make this movie nowadays and use that same premise and make it try to make it like really serious, I just don't think it will work. And yeah, with me, yeah. I didn't in expecting it. I didn't have a lot of expectations, but I knew I did. I didn't expect it to be like a super serious movie, and especially from the previews and the trailers. So, I mean, I wasn't really taking it all too seriously. And I think the tone of the movie, especially the and some of the dialogue, I mean, it's almost like it was meant to be kind of like a campy sci-fi movie. But it's like it, it, it knew that going into it. Like, I don't think it set out to be like a super realistic, you know, verbatim like this is, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I it was meant to be kind of a fa fantastical kind of fun um, kind of action stylized movie with humor and kind of like the first one, but it's like taking what worked about the first one and then transposing it to something that could exist and be successful uh, and be accepted yeah. in uh, 2016. And I guess some people just, uh, you know, they expect it to be like this super serious movie. And I, I can see for that angle, a lot of people being let down. Yeah. Because um, it's, it almost had like a B movie feel to it. Like, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. But with a, with a really big budget. And I think I, I think I told you this when we saw it, but, uh, it almost felt like the world's most expensive B movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it but, sure does. But, but I mean, with that being said, I think there's a lot of B movies out there that can be enjoyed. And, um, I know this one, like, you know, yeah. for all the reasons we kind of talked about. And, um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it, it had a good cast. I, I liked how they were able to resurrect a lot of the, the same, the same, uh, you know, returning cast from the original. Uh -huh. uh, a lot of surprises in there. Maybe some little, little bitty nods that you know I won't spoil. But I don't know. I just thought it was neat, and I think it all worked. It wasn't. It didn't try to overthink itself. It didn't have some super serious political overtones. I mean, of course they were there yeah. um, with the White House and the presidency, but I don't know. It all just kind of worked for me. And yeah, it it's like, and then like I guess the the budget is fairly modest i guess for especially for a blockbuster is 165 yeah. Yeah. 165 million and you know and that and i mean especially the special effects we were given i mean that's some of the best i've seen like I, yeah i i think a lot of people <laughs> are not talking about that and i think yeah. that's worth noting visual effects in this are are you know, excellent yeah. oh man they're they're fantastic i 
Because there's there's a lot of times. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about uh, this in the shallows because there were some parts in there that looked really bad. But like, you know, just stuff that takes <laughs> yeah. you out of it, you know. And in this, I know it's aliens and stuff like that, but it actually looked realistic. Like, you know, usually you have some things here and there on some monitors or something like that that kind of, you know, you know, seems ridiculous. But I think what Roland Emmerich did is like, he, I mean, you got to know that you're going into an Emmerich movie, I guess. You know, it, that's why I'm <laughs> saying like, you can't, like, I don't think you could, you could line up somebody in a row and watch all of his films, you know, and say like, you know, like, all like put them all in a row, you know, like day after tomorrow and all that, and say like, "Hey, these are all these are all Roland Emmerich movies, and they're all basically the same." You know, there's a disaster movie, there's a love interest, and then you know, they're everybody's usually fine at the end, you know, and they thwart yeah. it or whatever. So like, I don't know how you could come away with this saying like one is better than the other. I mean, it's they're they're more or less exa all exactly the same, you know, and yeah, they're just thrilling. They're just thrilling, fun movies and. Like, he, I was thinking about it, like, I think the reason people, most people don't like, I'm just speculating, but I think, I think a lot of people don't like it is because there's just too many characters to follow, I guess. Like, you know, and, and I, I, I guess to me it wasn't, but I guess to most people you would say it was like, maybe the plot was overcomplicated. Like, mm -hmm. especially, I can see if you hadn't seen the first movie, it might be sort of complicated, but mm -hmm. I mean, it was like cut and dry for me, you know, they, right. they, you know, a new a new alien approaches and they don't know what to do with it and you know it either comes back at the towards the end to bite them or help them you're not sure so you know you always have like a tension build up in each scene and then you know on the off on the off like the off points in the movie you have like all the comedy from like dr oak and wake, waking up from his coma and right. you know all the all the stuff that like gets jeff goblum to like point a to point b to point c and all those like just felt None of it ever felt boring to me. That's why I would I would just think, you know, especially like comparing it to the first movie, I thought that they were so similar, except this one just had more, you know? It's like, right. and, and, he, and, and the thing is, is like Emmerich seems, when he was writing the screenplay, um, he, he would definitely like answer the questions you were thinking, like, you know, because it's, you know, it is kind of a longer movie, I guess, what is it, like a little over two hours? Or yeah, maybe it is two like hours? Yeah, I think it was like right over t two hours. Yeah, and he, he answers like everything. He shows you that it's futuristic. He shows you we've adapted all of their weapons, you know, and their and their abilities into all like all of our you know defenses, like you were saying, and everything. And you know, they answer that question. They answer what happened with Bill Pullman. They answer all the questions that happened with all the other people, you know, for better or for worse, I guess, for for what most people would think. But you know, I thought. I thought just everything flowed together fine. And I think I said when we left, I think pretty much my only criticism was it was a little too long. Like they mm -hmm. could have like snipped off maybe, I don't know, some of the stuff with his dad or maybe yeah, uh, some Bill Pullman stuff. But, you know, I mean, he really, he, re I mean, you, you get, you get the point where, you know, whenever they're coming back for their revenge or whatnot, the aliens, like, you know, that the signal that they're, they're sending, you get, you get the idea through Pullman and Dr. Oaken, you know, because they were connected to him from the first movie. So right. you didn't really need both of them to have so much screen time. Like, I'm fine with Oaken. I could have, a, I could have like, a whole movie. <laughs> and he was great, I thought. I may, maybe yeah, a lot of those, people like him, but I thought he was great. For but, those people that don't know, like, I think we should... Because uh, he, he, he didn't have a terribly large part in the first movie, but Dr. Oaken is uh, the character played by Brent Spiner. Of course, from uh, Star Trek fame, uh, 
played uh, Data. Yeah. But um, of course, he 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 was kind of the comedy relief uh, to an extent in the first one, kind of the goofy mad scientist type guy. Right. And um, to 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 feedback on what you were saying about how he answered a lot of your questions, of course, the 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 first thing I tell when. You know, I talk about this with someone is, uh, oh, I thought he died in the first one. And yeah, exactly. True, true, true. We all thought he died. Um, of course, we saw the little aliens had their little tentacle around him, uh, similar to how they use kind of Bill Pullman's character as a vessel to kind of communicate uh, through thought kind of telepathically. Right. Um, apparently, they did the same thing to Brent Spiner's character, Dr. Oaken, in the first one, wrapping the tentacle, but they kind of started some kind of a connection. And apparently in the story, uh, for those that are unaware, he's been in a coma for basically the last 20 years. And as the events of the movie unfold, he comes to and, <laughs> and then there starts your, uh, yeah. your, your chain of events. But I mean, he was by far, I mean, if, if he had the little bit of comedy relief in the first one, he's like hook, line and sinker. I mean, he's, like I said, not everyone might find it funny, but I know you and I both were just just uh, enthralled by <laughs> just about every scene that he was in. I mean, sure, it was a little over the top, but I mean, I was just I, I was just laughing hysterically at just about every little one-liner. And then, uh, uh, of course, there's a hilarious um, one-liner towards the end of the movie that I won't spoil. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, just every scene that he was in was just uh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he just. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd either love him or hate him, but you know, I I, I enjoyed all of it because it it was it was like you were saying it was a lot of uh, callbacks, and, yeah. and you know usually usually you know a lot of people might eye roll at that stuff, but I I don't know for whatever reason it, you like we were all like we've been saying this whole time the tone of it allowed for that, so right. it was just all in good fun. You know, I mean, you just like bottom line, you just have to go into it thinking you know it's just a summer blockbuster. You know, they're kind of getting the band back together. And then they're also kind of, you know, like showing like showing the future exactly like, you know, they did with Star Trek, exactly like they did with Star Wars. You know, a lot of these movies are, are kind of yeah. doing the same thing. And with those, though, it was almost like um, the journey, like, you know, the journey towards the end was all stuff you'd kind of seen before. And it was kind of, you know, just something you kind of expect. And it was the movie, it was the next movie you wanted to see. Whereas then this one, you know, I didn't, I, I going into it, I didn't know they were going to make any more. I figured, you know, I mean, how many times can they have it, you know, attacking Earth, you know? So I just figured this might be it, you know? And so towards the end, I was just like, you know, well, I won't spoil anything, but supposedly there's going to be more movies. And I, th I just thought, you know, the journey was great in this. Like, I just had a fun time. All the characters, like we were saying, were great. And, uh... This, it was just a good time. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, it's it's just like one of those things where, like we kind of mentioned earlier, I think, I don't know, like I said, some people have different expectations, and I think if you go in expecting, you know, some super serious, like, war drama of aliens attacking Earth, you're, you know, like, uh, something super serious in tone, I, I guess akin to um, War of the Worlds, you know, or right. something, you're, you're going to be disappointed. Right. You're going to be... You're gonna be um, <laughs> you're gonna be disappointed pretty bad. I mean, yeah. I, but like I said, I, I don't think I kind of knew that going in. But like I said, not everyone under may, might, might understand Roland Emmerich and the his tone and his style. I mean, of course, you and I 
um, understand it very well, and uh-huh. I think we knew what to expect. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those just fun, goofy, kind of enjoyable summer blockbusters that kind of hits every check mark of what you want to see. You know, I mean, it's it's um, I mean, it's big and flashy, has a lot of really neat uh, um, special effects and visual yeah. effects that, I mean, like like we commented earlier, I think, uh, which doesn't get enough praise because I think the, uh, the the everyone working on that did a fantastic job the ships the uh yeah yeah i mean just the 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 in the scope of everything was just incredible like the thing i always like about an emmerich film is you know you always when you do sequels a lot of these filmmakers always try to go uh bigger and better you know but with emmerich i mean like he doesn't just go bigger and better he (laughs) he takes it to like a whole nother universe i mean like when you've got the uh you know the ship that comes to earth that has its own atmosphere i mean like yeah. the ones that came you know were basically like huge giant flying saucers that would you know hover over a city and uh kind of darken out the sky i mean this thing was like what about a, a fourth or a third the size of the earth yeah uh-huh had its, had its own gravity i mean uh they get you know, hopefully without spoiling too much, they get inside the thing and it's got its own ecosystem. Yeah, that was, uh, with, that was great. I mean, he he's just, I don't know, as far as a filmmaker and a, a, a visionary, I mean, he just comes up with these ideas that are just, uh, they're just interesting. And I think yeah. as far as taking things to the next level, you know, adapting what worked about the first movie, but making it, you know, something that could be relevant or enjoyable to an audience in 2016, you know, 20 years later, um, you know, but at the same time bringing in a new audience and being enjoyable to those, I don't know. I, I just think it, it did that for me. I think it checked off all the little boxes for a summer blockbuster. I mean, it was fun. It was enjoyable. It was humorous. It, um, you know, I don't know. It just, it didn't take itself too seriously. It kind of, I don't know. It was just a fun, good, you know, summer movie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, that's all, just what I, yeah, exactly. And or like I guess the only thing, other th- really thing we didn't touch on is uh, I guess the the newer actors like would you think of like yeah. Liam Hemsworth and okay, Michael okay, Monroe so and whatnot? I I didn't really mind their performances although he, here here's the here's one thing I, I I meant to comment earlier and this probably if I had to hang up with the movie it's that um you know it's like you've got these I, I mean I understand from a marketing standpoint, when you make these movies, uh, these, these directors and these producers, they want to get these young actors in there that, um, can help sell the movie that can give it youth. Right. And I'm, I'm certainly aware of that. And I know that they do it with these big action blockbusters. I didn't have a problem so much with their characters, but I did kind of think it was a little unfeasible that, you know, in, in this alternate universe, 2016, where we have all this alien technology. I mean, we have these new ships and they're basically like kids piloting them, you know, like 20, you know, early 20 to mid 20 year old kids right. piloting these build probably that are like million or billion dollar, uh, aircrafts. Um, you know, that, that seemed a little unfeasible to me. I mean, yeah. usually in, you know, our, our, you know, our world, you know, it's always, uh, you know, you have like your best of the best veteran pilots, you know, I'm not saying it has to be like an old timer, but you don't think of someone that's like barely 21, barely <laughs> come out of puberty, yeah. uh, you know, hitting on, you know, there was the, uh, Liam Hemsworth's little sidekick buddy. I forget the actor's name. 
Yeah. Uh, and I was hitting on the the one uh, cadet gal. I mean, he's just like, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 you know. I mean, it's it's kind of playful, but I I don't know. That was that was one thing that was off. I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't expect to see that. But again, I mean, I don't. You know, it's something I noticed, but I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really detract from the the movie's experience. But I guess overall, I I didn't have a problem so much with the new cast. I mean, uh, they didn't have. I mean, the the ones that I kind of thought found a little annoying. I mean, they didn't really have that big of a part, right? Kind of do much. It, it almost felt like you know, like the other people, as far as like the crew goes, that was you know, in the I mean, the fighter pilots and whatnot, like kind of were there just to kind of sell it in different countries in a way you know it's almost like a marketing tool in itself you know because i know remember yeah. how well remember how well it did uh in uh like china like it was it had like a huge opening there and yeah. uh you know it, i mean it just goes to show i mean if if you can you know get the right people together and even though they may or not be great actors at least you know it might help you out in different markets and it right. seems like a lot of a lot of movie companies are starting to do that you know I mean, like I was saying, even if they don't have like a lot of lines or anything like that, right? But, uh, yeah, like I was saying, like I I thought they all did an okay job, and you know, it's it's just it almost like it's just like all of his other movies, you know, like they cobble together kind of like a young group, and they all kind of go through like all of these like horrific things, and then towards the end, they kind of just figure it out, you know, and thwart it, just like a you know, good versus evil, like your typical good versus evil, you know, plot, you know, and I mean, it just has like, a, like, yeah, it just, it just, it touches on everything that touches from the first one, you know, with the sci-fi yeah. and, the comedy and everything we we're saying. And, you know, I, you know, I, I thought it was great. I, you know, like we were saying, I, I don't know why it's getting bashed so much, but I thought it was really good. And I definitely want to check it out again at some point, maybe in IMAX or, uh, yeah. Maybe and even in 3D, because I I bet you that the in, the um the credits at the beginning, yeah, the intro. I bet you that. Oh was yeah, really we didn't cool. talk about that. How I, how fantastic was that I, opening I intro? I thought that was great. I thought that was I, fantastic. I, like I yeah, I loved I mean, it. Yeah, as a story, I guess you could say like, you know, it's not spoiling anything. It's when the it's in the first minute or two. So it's like you know when they're they're going through and they're showing like all the planets and then it goes through and it shows I guess the new. Uh, or the the existing aliens, or the ones that are still out there, and you know it shows them like like reminiscing or watching like the old Bill Pullman speech from the original, you know. And you're you're saying to yourself well, like, how could that happen? You know, it's but you know it, it, they have to bring them in somehow, and you know that's like one of the most iconic speeches I guess you could say in a movie. Like a lot of people know about it, so um, you know them it's watching. A part yeah, of it's a landmark exactly. It's like a landmark speech and. Them, them using that as like kind of motivation, I guess, to come back, you know, like, you know, there, there is, there doesn't need to be any words spoken, you know, you already know right from the get go within the first like two or three minutes why they're coming back, you know, so right. I mean that's all the motivation you need. I mean, I mean unless you're gonna have you know some weird thing where they can start, you know, like you know they have like these extended scenes where they're talking, and I mean they have the one part you know where they talk with Bill, uh, was it Bill? Yeah, Bill Pullman in the in the room again, just like in the first one with Oaken, you know, and uh -huh. you know they kind of bring the plot together a little bit more and say why they're there again, you know, and things like that. So, but yeah, all in all, I I thought it was really good, and I think that's about pretty much. I think we pretty much covered everything. Unless you have anything else. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I mean, check it out if you were a fan of the first one. Um, 
you know, I mean, like I said, it's not it's not a terribly serious movie. I mean, you're not going to come away with, you know, with some deep, profound experience. Yeah. It's not a it's not a real deep movie, but it's just a fun movie. You know, I mean, right. it's a fun, playful, humorous sci fi action summer blockbuster flick. And if that checks off all the little, you know, um, things on, you know, your list for what you like to, you know, to uh-huh. have in a summer blockbuster. I mean, I think you'll enjoy it. But, you know, I mean, um, definitely I wouldn't go in, you know, seeking some deep, serious, profound movie because I don't think you'll find that. I and mean, you may be a little disappointed if you do. But, you know, if you can kind of enjoy it for what it is and, uh, you know, not take it too seriously because I know the film doesn't. I, right. You know, I think you'll find enjoyment in it. At least right. I know we did. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, I, um, I mean, like you were saying, I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, so I'll give it a, I'm going to give it a four out of five. What would you give it? I, I would probably give it a 3.5 out of oh, five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I mean, like, I think it could have been better and I think it gives us room to improve, but I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to, uh, future viewings and, you know, I guess we'll see what the future holds for the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess moving along, um, I just actually watched this today. I know it's been a couple of days since you watched it, but the next review is The Shallows. Right. And, um, yeah, just a quick synopsis. It says, uh, still reeling from the loss of her mother, medical student Nancy Adams travels to a secluded beach for some much-needed solace. Left injured and stranded 200 yards from the shore, the frightened young woman must fight for her life as the, be- the deadly predator circles her in the feeding ground, in, or in its feeding ground. So, um, yeah, like I, this movie, it, 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 it hits, it hits all the right notes for me. You know, I, I like thrillers, like I especially, I guess you could call it a horror movie in a way. I like horror movies and it, and it does hit on a bunch of like notes, like, um, like I was giving, I was getting like, I was thinking about like Castaway at some points and even like, even Gravity with Hollywood. Oh yeah, sure. I was, I was thinking of like movies like that, you know, kind of was watching it and it kind of reminded me of that and. You know, it has your typical plot where, you know, um, like she comes by, well, she comes with a friend down and uh, to uh, Mexico, I believe. And, uh, you know, she gets transported uh, early morning to the beach, you know, where her, where her mother was, uh, like, it was where her mother got, was pregnant with her. And, right. you know, there was like, I guess there was like a family picture and she just wanted to find it. And so she ended up finding this place. And, she, you know, she just wanted to kind of go there to, you know, relive the memories and kind of get memories from her mom and whatnot and kind of just see the surroundings and you know and she goes there and of course I mean it's it'll be real easy to because everybody if that's seen the trailer knows that it's a shark attack movie so you can, we can just kind of just skirt around the end because that's basically the only thing you know really that's kind of eye-opening I guess you, should, you could say but uh yeah for the most part like I enjoyed it and it was it was a lot more visceral than I thought it was going to be, especially for being PG thirteen. Like, definitely, there was like gratuitous, like, like blood and gore. I was, I was really surprised. Like, I had to like check to make check double check to make sure it wasn't rated R. Like, they really get away with a lot in this, you know, just with the the way they do the camera cuts, and it really yeah. felt, it really made me feel uneasy. And you know, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of horror movies, but. For whatever reason, when it's something, I guess you just feel sorry for the girl, you know? Uh-huh. And, like, they hit you over the head for, like, a good hour or 45 minutes straight of her suffering. And that's just something 
I don't know. I just don't want to see that. You know, I mean, it, you know, it's yeah. not it's not it's not really like Jaws, you know, because, you know, they have the boat, you know, and it, it's not until, you know, the very end where it starts going down. Like it's right. it's tense throughout the whole thing. But, you know, and it's very similar in the way, you know, that the, the shark comes after him, I guess you could say, you know, her right. being on that little reef and then them being in the boat. But, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, when she suffers that first injury. Cause you know, when she gets bit, you know, and she has to make her way to the reef. I was like, I was like, I didn't know how she was going to make it out of it. You know? Yeah. I mean, were you thinking the same thing? You're, you're, you're waiting for the shark bite. Cause you know, that's going to happen from the trailer, but then <laughs> right. you're trying to think like, well, how bad's this shark bite going to be? Cause you've seen shark shark bites before on TV and like shark week and stuff, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And you know, I was thinking, I was like, well, how, well, for one, they've already set up. She's a medical student from the beginning. So she's kind of, kind of right. know what to do. But, uh, but two, it's like when she gets it, it's like, and she gets it early on. She gets it within like yeah. the first 20 minutes. I'm like, well, I was like, how, I was like, how's she going to stop the bleeding? You know, especially um, knowing that it's, she's going to probably be out there for a while, you know? So, right. but yeah, overall, I, yeah, I, th I thought it was, I thought it was really good. It was really visceral. It, uh, um, other, other the, the only thing is like we were saying from the last review was some of the CG moments looked kind of strange like kind of took you out of it. Some of the shark attack parts. Um, there's a part with jellyfish that didn't look all that right, all that good. And I, I understand the appeal, you know, it, it definitely made for like good setup for, you know, shooting something interesting. You know, it's just her on a rock, of course, but, you know, shooting something interesting with the jellyfish, I thought looked great. But, you know, the CG just, I mean, I understand the concept. It's just the CG, the CGI of the jellyfish and then some boards and stuff flying out of the water. And I don't know what you thought, but would you, when you saw her like surfing at the beginning, when they, when it, you know, it, it kind of just showed her like going off and, you know, it just kind of had, you know, just, just her like going out, I guess, enjoying surfing. Did you, did you notice like, it seems like they used like that weird face replacement stuff on her. You know, I, I, I honestly, I like, couldn't you know, tell. Almost like, you remember that movie Blue Crush? You remember how bad that was? <laughs> Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I mean, if uh, if anyone hasn't seen Blue Crush, uh, uh, please don't yeah. <laughs> please don't waste your time. But if you if you have a chance, I'm sure it's up on YouTube somewhere. There is a scene. There is a scene where she's <laughs> and I know you're you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, oh, about. Yeah. Where she's surfing yeah. and she's coming through the wave, and they actually, I mean, of course, the actress they used in that couldn't. I mean was not a professional surfer. Right. And so she was unable to capture, uh, you know, the scene that they needed. So of course they use uh, a body double. Uh, and then, but because of the nature of the shot was a direct on facial shot. They tried yeah. to use some kind of computer technology to like blur her face with the, the, the water splashing over it. And I swear it looked, and I remember without even having to pause it or freeze frame with the first time, I saw that movie in theaters. I swear the face, of course, this was back in, what was it, like 2005, 2006, that Blue Crush came out, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Her face looked like a Lego character's face. Yeah. I mean, it was like so pixelated and blurred. Terrible. It was horrible. Yeah. But I didn't, I, you it know, I mean, this bad. movie, yeah, it's I didn't, just, I didn't, I don't like, know what the it was budget was. Tell, uh, let's see, it was, I think it was like 18 million. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 17 wow. million. Okay, well if this if this movie was made on 17 million, then I will have to I'll have to tip my hat because yeah. like you said there was a couple questionable moments, but 
I, I didn't get that from the surfing. I mean, I didn't get the facial replacements. Maybe I it looked wasn't... really weird. I th- I thought they did a pr- pretty good job. I mean, I it didn't. I mean, I know it's just it a, it's just a nitpick, it's just a nitpick, of course. But like, I was instantly okay. reminded of Blue Crush when I when they show that first when it shows her getting up on the board for the first time and her doing the surf towards the camera. You could easily tell it had that weird digital look. To I don't it. know. I didn't. I didn't get that. But maybe maybe yeah. I. I, maybe I just wasn't looking as hard, but I mean, yeah. I was I was looking at her face and I was cognizant of it as she was going through the shot, and I was in my mind thinking it looked pretty natural, yeah. but yeah, I, maybe maybe I just wasn't focused on it as much. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it was just something that stuck out with that, and uh, but yeah, like I love the um, like the cinematography. I thought it was great. Like like oh, especially like especially giving you, of course, like the visceral stuff we were talking about with the bites and whatnot. But also, um, like, you know how, like, I'm sure it's happened to everybody where they've gotten in a pool and, like, you know, their, their air is going out and they need to come up real quick. And, like, they're, like, right at that last second they think, you know, that they need to start breathing. But they'll wait and then they'll come out of the water. And, you know, you still have water in your eyes and whatnot. Like, right when you come out of the water, they did a really good job of, like, bringing the camera out of the water and, like, having, like, the water seemingly, like, slosh around on the, on the lens and, like, fall off. Where it made it, it made it look, it made it seem like you know those times where like the water like rushes over you and it like kind of blinds you for a second. I just thought that was really cool, and they they use that quite a bit. And I thought I thought that was a really interesting like technique to use, especially you know when it boils down to it, it's just you know her being filmed on a rock for thirty or thirty yeah, or thirty five minutes, you know. Exactly, and I remember when I saw the trailer, um, I immediately I was kind of intrigued by it, but like you, I know you probably were the same way had um probably a similar question i'm like okay well it's an intriguing concept but how do you string together like an hour and a half or uh was it hour and 40 minute movie as it were uh together of this girl and her struggle you know she's what 200 feet or 200 yards yeah, from the, the uh, from the shore and it seems like kind of like a so close yet so far kind of thing but no, I mean, I, I was worried that, like, what are they going to fill this movie with? Like, what is be, yeah. what else is going to be part of her struggle? And that's the part that pleasantly surprised me is to know that uh, there is a lot to it. I mean, how she gets injured, the way she makes it up to the shore, the way she uh, um, I mean, we haven't gone over this, but I mean, the way she like you mentioned, she's a medical student. She uh, uses uh, sutures or mm-hmm. she makes basically her own makeshift cool, suture using her. Earrings. Yeah. yeah, that was and, gross. Uh, and she tears off the the arm sleeve of her wetsuit to kind of make a um compression uh, sock. Like exact yeah. compression sleeve sock for her leg to kind of keep the uh the suture together. And then of course she makes a makeshift um tourniquet to kind of stop the bleeding. So yeah. it's it's very I mean it, it's it's feasible the medical side of it. I mean, of course, yeah. I'm no medical student, but yeah. I mean, from a moviegoer standpoint... It, it sure looked good, though. Her, yeah. Her, you could tell, like, after the time went by that her leg was, like, it was, it was in bad shape. Exactly, yeah. and, and and you alluded to, like, the part you didn't like, which actually was a part I thought was good, was the whole her whole struggle. Um, I mean, I thought, like, there was a lot of attention to detail, like, uh, as she's, you know, as she's, as she's struggling on this rock, and as she's kind of as the days going by, I mean, she's keeping track of the tide because obviously the tide is an issue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, because as tides come in, uh, her little, her little rock or her little Island that she's on, which is just a tiny little real estate of 
uh rock you know gets yeah. smaller and smaller and um you know i mean like when someone's out there all day they're gonna get wind burn they're gonna get sunburn yeah i i really like the attention to detail when she was out there where her lips were actually kind of losing their color yeah that i like that too that was cool yeah, i mean that's 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 evident of someone that's dehydrated someone right. that's out in the sun someone that's um you know in in her type of situation so i thought that was really neat attention to detail but yeah you know without spoiling what else happens exactly. i mean there the number of th uh, trials that she has to basically uh encounter or deal with as she fights for survival on that rock and trying to you know find a way to make it back to shore and if that's even you know possible if she even makes it you know it's just a it was just a really intriguing concept and i think they carried it through and made a really entertaining um hour and a half or some you know uh movie yeah, about yeah. it you know that you know kept you kind of i kind of got like and i don't know if you're the same but i kind of got like a modern day kind of jaws kind of vibe yeah me too um yeah i mean like it, it it had definitely callbacks to that and it's funny because you know jaws was one of the first movies of its kind you know the whole shark attack movie uh -huh. um of course this one didn't go for the whole giant oversized shark but yeah, it's funny how many times this concept has kind of been redone, but just done so poorly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think they were trying to necessarily make like the shark, the, you know, the character that Jaws was. But I mean, it was interesting how um, successful I think they were right. at making a in intriguing and interesting movie around uh, the concept that the, the movie is built on and kind of showing her struggle and right. how she fights for survival and what she has to do. I mean, it was uh, I wasn't bored once. No, I wasn't either. It, it, yeah, it's a, kind of like your classic, like horror setup where you know they show where you're at and then they show the surroundings, and then you kind of just have to figure out what you would do, and then you kind of follow the character, like you know, like in me, even in like in Saw, you know, where they're they show the entire thing and they show how to get out of it. You know, you just have to, you know, go one way or the other. You know, and and like, right. you know, you have to kind of have to choose what you want to do, and you know, especially. Like with the with it being only two hundred yards away, it's like she she can see the end right there. It's not like Jaws where they're out in the middle of nowhere. You yeah, know? exactly. So it's like so that ramps up the tension right there because you know they're able to use the 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 idea of like being able to call if if somebody comes by on the beach, she can like call to them or um, or whatnot. So that that adds like a an interesting dynamic too. And uh, but uh, yeah, the the only thing though, I don't know. I mean, we can't really talk about it without spoiling it, but. I thought that the end, I wasn't really, I wasn't really loving the end, like the last okay. like 15 minutes. Like, you know, yeah. of course, you know, it happens, but right. like, it's just what happens at the end. I, I just thought it was, it went from, it went from like really good, like survival tale to like something that was, you could actually, you know, consider, you know, to like right. the last like couple minutes where it just got ridiculous like absolutely ridiculous and like yeah. I, like that that just kind of like brought it down for me quite a bit it 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 but i love i love the movie up until then you know it's kind of like we were saying with independence day it was like so serious from the get-go up until that last point and like it's almost like they were saying like oh well, what can we do to give you the 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 barrel you know the barrel in the jaws's mouth at the end of jaws you know like something yeah. crazy like that and, yeah, and and what they came up with wasn't what I thought they were gonna do. But I mean, that's not a bad thing. It's just right. I, what they what actually happened was just re absolutely ridiculous. I I mean, I didn't have as big of a problem. I I, I see where you're going with that. I mean, it, it was it was a little jarring, right? Because 
the movie the movie up until that point like you said was very i don't very think uh, well paced well i yeah, I mean, I guess the the, the directors, <laughs> it's the, hard know, the to, filmmakers, they had to wrap it up. And, yeah, it's hard to talk I mean, about it without skirting the... But you know what happened right before that? Like, I, it's hard to talk about yeah. it. You know the part in the water that happened before that? Right. You know you know what happened, like, when, when she does something, you know, when she does something to the water? I thought right. that that would have been a cool end. Yeah. Like, that, that would have been, like, the moment, you know? Right. And I thought that would have been, like, perfect. Yeah. But you know, when they when it comes back for round two, then you know that's where yeah. that's where it means just where like it goes. yeah. To me, it's just like that last moment. It just it brought it down slightly. It it to me in my eyes is it was a great movie, and then it like kind of went down to you know I just don't know like towards the end, you know. Yeah, I mean it, it didn't it didn't it it was kind of a little shocking for me, but I guess I didn't have as much of an issue with it. I I kind of. I mean, I think it still fit with the movie, but it was it was a little ridiculous. But I don't know. I mean, it, it didn't it didn't really bother me, I guess. Um, but I don't know. Some people you, might kind of gave you like the end. Remember, like the deeply see. <laughs> you know, it kind of like gave you. Some, I don't like, think it was like quite along those lines. Or like <laughs> Frankenfish. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> it, it it almost gets into that weird territory. I mean, not not like. Of course, those are like future in the future, but the, the it, it gives you that sense of like super not supernatural, but like right. it, it, literally that is like impossible. Like there's just no way. Yeah, you know? I don't care. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it can't. We can't talk about. I guess we could talk about it later if you want to do spoilers. But yeah, yeah maybe like do yeah, spoiler. I don't know about. I don't, I don't know about that. But um, but all in all, yeah. I'd say I'd definitely say go and see it. It's it's a good ride. It 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 ha it hits your horror moments. It hits your your um, overcoming like you know overcoming like yes. your past. And then you know it even has some like really good levity that the epilogue you know. Right. I, I like kind of like with the little the little seagull. Yeah, just like in that we haven't really talked oh, about. Yeah, but it was, yeah. I thought that was a deep yeah. touch to yeah, the yeah. to give the move like like levity like you were kind of bringing up. Yeah, the seagull was pretty much the Wilson in this movie. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, it even kind of I was even getting like a Wilson vibe too, and I I don't want to say it, but yeah. can't really what, say what it. She, but, yeah, what she does with it, but I thought yeah. that was I I I actually thought. Yeah, I mean, it's a bird, but they had like they 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 filmed it really well, where you're yes. like hearing about both of them. So right, but I uh, mean, they were they're kind of like in this struggle, and yeah. uh, and it was just neat how they both kind of you know needed each other, mm -hmm. um, you know. But I mean, without spoiling anything, yeah. it was it was a neat little uh, dichotomy between the two characters. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I'd say definitely go see it and. Um, I mean, if you, if you're, would you give it, I gave it a, I'd give it a, let's see, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, I would definitely, like I said, if you were intrigued by, you know, or interested in what you saw from the trailer, then I would definitely agree and say, go see it. I mean, like I said, I, I, I got a little bit more than I bargained for, which is a good thing. Cause I, I was like, how are they going to make this into a movie that's interesting and not boring? And they did just that. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, I, I'd agree. I, I'd actually give it about a three out of five. Okay. But I definitely, I definitely um, thought it was a, it was a really enjoyable movie. I yeah. definitely recommend going and seeing it if you're 
fan it's of elevated like it's an elevated shark movie like where there's actually like there's 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 hints to like like really good filmmaking within a shark movie you know so yeah, that's, i mean that's I mean, why I, like, like i give it a little bit more i like i was saying like i actually think my score would have been higher if it wouldn't have been just for the ending you know yeah, the, yeah, the last like see. five minutes but um right yeah like like you were saying i i i mean if you're a fan of like tense you know suspenseful movies especially anything to do with sharks or lake placid or jaws or any of those yeah it's funny it's like Gilly sharks Boy. get such a bad they get such a bad rap in uh uh you know these type of movies be, in this genre or whatnot because they're just so horribly done you know yeah i mean not shark but aquatic movies you know like you yeah. mentioned lake placid of course yeah. you got your your recently campy piranha movies your oh yeah you interesting know. enough i was looking at the director uh huh? that uh that Jumei Colette Sarah. Yes, he actually, was... he actually uh, directed a bunch of the episodes of uh, that sh that show I really liked, The River. I don't know if you watched that. Oh. No, I've never I've never seen that one. I, I you know I you know it kind of came and went. It was it was like a um, you know it was like a horror movie. Um, you know I I believe it came on like ABC or something like a couple years ago, and okay. uh, yeah like Oren Pirelli was involved in it and uh, yeah it, I. I, I actually really liked it. It was, you know, they kind of went into the Amazon looking for uh, um, like a disappearance of somebody. And, you know, it kind of turned into like kind of like a supernatural horror movie. And uh, right. I, he did that. And so I, I was just kind of looking after the fact, you know, what the guy had done. And, you know, I mean, that I mean, that fits perfectly with something like this, you know, because he's familiar right. with shooting people on water and whatnot. So, right. but uh yeah, and the music and cinematography, like we said, it was great. Yeah, cinematography so, was fantastic. The way yeah. he just kind of framed the waves, the way he showed them, like diving under the waves. It was just, uh -huh. I just really liked the way he captured everything. Yeah. Kind of like brought like such beauty to like such a dreadful scenario. I mean, it's like while all this horrible stuff's happening, it's like, it's just beautiful yeah. all around. Oh, yeah, them. definitely. It's like really interesting uh, intermixing of uh, kind of, you know tones there oh yeah definitely so yeah I, i'd definitely recommend checking it out it's good so i mean that's two good movies you know to see so far this summer and uh i guess do you want to do uh do you want to do you know maybe just one or two things of news and then yeah. do our top five yeah okay well uh yeah so the the only thing i mean the only thing i saw that came up recently was um you saw the first wreck it ralph right Oh yeah, I yeah, love that movie. Yeah, me too. Where they they just announced the second one, so I mean, there there isn't really any details or what, or whatever, but uh, um, I'm pretty excited for it because I like I was saying, I love the first one. I mean, as far oh, as yeah, as far as animation goes, like in the last couple years, I that's 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 up there in my top. You know, yeah. I, I definitely it's, enjoyed it more than like the Lego movie and the absolutely. Minions movies and the Despicable Me movies and you know. Um, a lot of Pixar's offerings. I think this is a lot better. Yeah. I will say you know, though, in one movie you, I still tell you you got to see is that Penguins movie. That that movie <laughs> is hilarious. That is definitely on my to do. Yeah, list. I'm, I'm telling. I'm. It's so good. I want like you got to go see it like soon. It is hilarious. <laughs> like watch like, it with everybody. Like, you will just die like, laughing. <laughs> like it is. Yeah. Definitely. I uh, you know I I'm super excited by this announcement. I mean um, I think uh. For everyone that's seen Wreck-It Ralph, I mean, it, not only was it a fantastic movie and and kudos to the animation team behind it because it was just fantastic. And 
you know, usually, um, I know it was done by Disney, but it wasn't done by Pixar. It was done by, I believe, Disney, is it Animation Studios? I think who so. Who also works yeah, under yeah. the Disney banner, but basically they, they do, you know, so like I every year. Four years ago. Oh, wow. Has it been uh, that long? Yeah. It doesn't seem wow. like. Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, when they do these movies, it's like they, you know, like like Disney usually does a big movie every year. And, you know, they I know they like to leapfrog it like, you know, one year it'll be a Pixar Disney movie. Um, I know this year it's Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Um, I know on their docket, I believe. I don't know if it's next year or year after. I know Cars 3 is in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like I've never really. All quote schools, unquote, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen a Pixar movie that I thought was bad. I mean, obviously, some are outstanding and some are better than others. But, I mean, they usually kind of know their audience and they kind of know they're kind of in, tuned in to what they, you know, what audiences are going to like. Mm-hmm. So I can't ever say that I've seen one bad. But, I mean, obviously, in terms of content and animation, some stand above the others. And I know that, um, you know, typically Pixar as a company is like a benchmark in terms of, uh, you know, the best of the best for animated type movies and family movies. But man, I just have to say what a good job that team behind Wreck-It Ralph did on that original. Oh yeah. I mean, it's to me, like you said, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, the animation was just fantastic. I think it goes toe to toe with the best of the best, um, Pixar movies, but more than just the animation is it was just a fantastic idea. Yeah. The idea was great. (laughs) Can you, I mean, uh, you know, for, for all the, you know, the gamers out there, I mean, basically making, <laughs> you know, it's like what happens at night when those arcades go to sleep yeah. or whatever, you know, it's like, like a whole nother world, uh, um, you know, that lives inside of those arcades and how it's all interconnected. And, uh, I know you and I both <laughs> laughed hysterically at the part where, uh, the Wreck-It Ralph or is it the Fix-It Felix guy? Yeah, fix it, Felix. Yeah, so yeah, he's going to the it, or no, Felix. no, it was Ralph. Ralph, how he goes to the, it's kind of like the AA meeting of uh, old oh, washed yeah, up. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes in there and you see, yeah, uh, fantastic. You see Doctor Robotnik from the, yeah. the Sonic the Hedgehog series. You see, uh, the was it M Bison from the Street Fighter series, and uh, I mean, it was just hysterical. Oh, yeah. I mean, such a fantastic idea. I'm, I definitely am. Yeah, cause he's, and he's like, remember, he's like tired of being the bad guy and like, like all their, remember all the other uh, gaming characters are all like celebrating like their, what, 10th, 20th anniversary or 30th anniversary or whatever. And they don't invite him because he's the bad guy, you know, and like nobody likes him. So you kind of have, you know, you have your classic, you know, nobody like, you know, Toy Story style intro where nobody likes you and you're kind of an outcast and you kind of have to win over everybody. So yeah, but that was great with like Zangief and Robotnik and Bison, oh, yeah. and all those it guys. And it just hit every note. So yeah, I'm excited. And it, and it and yeah, it is it is being directed by the same director that Rich Moore. Oh. He did oh. a, he did Zootopia as well. So oh, excellent! I have not I, seen that yeah, one. I've heard I'm, nothing but good things about. I know. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it uh, this week. Actually, I, okay. I'll I'll let you know. I I really want to see that. So yeah, yeah, he's coming back to do it. So you know it'll be. You know it'll be good, and and yeah, it's just so colorful, and yeah. all the different like games. I mean, they touch on everything from like your classic platforming games to your arcade games to your shoot your first person shooters to sure. you know to everything, and then and it has like a lot of stuff for kids too. You know, it's one of those movies right. that kind of 
like minions or whatever it kind of you know it has like kind of like the adult style humor and everything like you know and it also caters to gamers like you're saying it also caters to like even adults who know nothing about it other than them being arcade characters you know or game characters you know that's all you really need to know going in you know sure anybody can relate to an arcade these days well most people you know still you know i mean i know it's a dying breed but most people can still you know they're all seen as retro you know retro games now but you know everyone really still knows what an arcade is so you know it's still prevalent uh prevalent now so yeah yeah, it's coming out in 2018 so awesome can't Uh, wait yeah that ought to be good and um i've got some other stuff here but the only other i guess the only other two things was uh pacific rim 2 Oh yeah, out that John Boyega from Star Wars is gonna star. Yeah, and then I guess oh, as well as uh, Scott Eastwood supposedly. Yeah, I just saw that. That's yeah, that's I just saw it today, and uh, that Stephen Denight guy is directing it. So, yeah, the guy who is the showrunner for um, season one of Daredevil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he did uh, Spartacus, and so yeah, I mean it, it's def- you can definitely tell just from the director it's gonna be like a nonstop action movie you know it may you know we'll see i don't know if they're gonna get del toro to write it or if it's already written i don't know i hope details i hope but i mean he 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 wrote the first story or co-wrote it i believe and i hope he is instrumental because i mean it's kind of he's handing it off to you know steven tonight and i have no doubt um from his um you know from his offerings that he'll do a good job but i i still want a smallville run (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i didn't know that he directed like 70 episodes of smallville holy cow i did not know that <laughs> yeah so there you go he'll be able to well, tackle the drama as well <laughs> <laughs> well i mean hopefully the the thing that i think they got so right in uh, pacific rim the first one is just and in and i don't know so many people talk about the story or i, I i've you know of course we know it didn't really do real well domestically I know uh, um, foreign markets kind of saved that movie, uh, China and parts of Asia. Um, but I know that uh, the one thing they got so right in that movie is just the the creature design, which we all know Del Toro is, that's his bread and butter, you know, is, um, you know, the way he, the way he uh, conceptualizes these creatures and the way that he, uh, you know, conceptualize these, uh, the Jaegers, the little machines that they fight in, like inside and out. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, it's just so interesting. It's like, I remember him hearing uh, a making of on the Blu-ray where he's talked about before he even drew up the specs. I mean, he wanted to know like how these things work from the inside. So he actually designed them from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about that, I was like, man, who, who would have thought to do that? I mean, I know I wouldn't have. Right. And it's just interesting how he thinks of the infrastructure uh, you know, like the gears and the the pulleys and you know all the little pistons and stuff working these. I like the little close up shot uh, in that one scene where it shows the um, when Gypsy Danger is fighting that one uh, um, kaiju and like you see him kind of get backed up to the edge of the water and you see the little piston how it like just grabs the edge. You know, I mean, just right. little little touches like that. I hope uh, hope we kind of see that same level of detail in the. The Jaeger design and the uh, the the creature design uh-huh. um, forward into this new one, and I really hope Del Toro has a hand in writing. I know he's going to produce it, so hopefully, um, you know, he'll still have a a little bit of a say in the creative process. Uh-huh. Of course, it won't be his movie because he's not directing it, but I hope he's still uh, present and 
you know, accounted for as far as, you know, making sure that it still feels like it's part of the same universe and it's not just some, you know, uh, something, you know, else entirely. But no, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the first Pacific Rim and I'm really excited for this, really. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it ought to be, it ought to be really good. I, I absolutely love the first one. So yeah. this one should be really good too. And then, um, I mean, I did, I mean, there's some other things, but, uh, that I have written down, but if you just want to, did you have anything? Did you have any? Yeah, I was going to ask you what your, uh, um, of course, kind of, kind of good keeping with the like Pacific Rim. I know that, uh, Universal, I believe is making, uh, uh, a new King Kong movie next year titled Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. which is eventually, um, going to be there. It's kind of their rebooting, so to speak, of the uh, reimagining of the King Kong uh, license. And uh, um, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you think? What do yeah. you are are you interested? I know eventually there's talk to merge it into like a King Kong versus Godzilla movie <laughs> down the yeah. line, like in 2019 or 2020. Uh-huh. But uh, what what are your thoughts on the King Kong remake? Is and- is a uh, Peter Jackson did the first one, right? Yes. Is he doing this one, or have they no. said? Oh, he's not. He's he's not involved in any way. I don't um, believe. You know, I well, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the first one. I, like I remember, you know, I remember enjoying it. I remember uh, like Jack Black's character was really good, and uh, you know, it had you know some comedy. And I thought that the uh, if I remember right, the actors and everything kind of melded fairly well, and the special effects, of course, were great you know, cause Weta was doing them, but, uh, I honestly do not remember. Like, I remember like the action scenes and I remember the setup of the story, but I don't remember what happens like halfway through to the, towards the end. Like it's been, cause I only saw it once in the theater. So, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it, I mean, it's King Kong. So, I mean, of course I'm going to, I'm going to be excited to see it. So, um, especially, right. especially a new one. And yeah. I don't know if I guess it, I don't know if they're going to get a new cast or if there's any de- I haven't even I didn't even I'm know pretty, about it. So I guess if if there's a new cast, I guess that's fine, but uh yeah. um yeah, I, I mean I've always enjoyed all the King Kong movies and and monster movies in general. It's just I would say I would say though that King Kong's kind of like on the lower scale. I like more of the outlandish <laughs> outlandish ones like <laughs> reptilicus <laughs> reptilicus i'm just kidding For all listeners, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah make, make sure to go dig up the yeah. the most classic reptilicus from what what was it a danish made film yeah oh it's fantastic the 70s? it's fantastic that and uh the black scorpion are both really good <laughs> I was telling you about that one too. Those are those are great. And then you know, of course, like Godzilla, like the originals. But King sure. Kong is to me has always been, I don't know, kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's kind I of a I weird dream. It's like I, I, you it's, can kind of believe like something like Godzilla exists because you know if you follow the original story, you know some kind of a lizard reptilian creature uh, affected by you know nuclear bomb testing. Mm-hmm. So of course the radiation, uh, you know, transfer. Yeah, and and and, 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 and it's far fetched, but you can kind of you can kind of see the science or the the process behind how he evolves. But King Kong, I mean, he's just like a giant man. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it's like they have to since it, since it's more human looking, they have to give in some kind of like um, I don't know heart to him, I guess. 
<laughs> I guess is the right, I don't know if that's the right word, but given like, you know, like a personality and like that he cares for humans and stuff. And I don't know if, I don't know if that, it just, I don't know if that just wor- that works on screen. It's just, it's just yeah. kind of strange. With Godzilla, you mean, you know, he's attacking and you're just trying to get rid of him. So it's kind of like cut and dry. You know, every single movie's, you know, very similar. But right. I don't know. We, we, I don't know. It's just something weird with King Kong. I just, he just, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't really, even though he's as big as he is, he just never seems that menacing or, or that he can, you know, it's almost like when they when they like go to attack him and stuff, you know. And of course, they want to get rid of him and like save the city, but it's almost like you care for him too. It's weird because it's like, you know, it's just a big, it's just a big, huge animal. You know, it's weird. With Godzilla, Gosh. it doesn't really matter, you know, because it's, you know, it's like a, it's been, it's been transformed and it's like, you know, just trying to survive in its own habitat. But right. I don't know. I, I guess we'll have to see. I. I guess I'll know more when I see a trailer and yeah, well, fit nicely in with all the pirate style movies and things like that. Yeah. What, so. What's interesting is that they, I see, believe legendary is doing it and they're making it uh, there. You know, of course, legendary was also behind a Pacific Rim series and uh, the most recent uh, Godzilla reboot from 2014. Uh-huh. And like I mentioned earlier, their plan I think is to later down the line, or at least they've hinted at it kind of unofficially announced that they're going to kind of merge the two so we all know godzilla is like the size of a skyscraper but king kong isn't that big although i know that this version that they're going to be doing for kong school island is going to be the largest on-screen version they've ever done um of king kong i don't know if they said over 100 feet tall or over 100 meters but he's going to be huge Mm -hmm. so um you know kind of like like we were saying i'm kind of interested to see how they make that look, you know, and how that plays out. And if he is going to face off with Godzilla, I mean, shoot. Yeah. I don't even know, you know, how King Kong would stand a chance, but I guess we'll, we'll find out when that time comes. Right. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I'm kind of lukewarm (laughs) on that news. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess if you don't have anything else, uh, I, I guess we'll just, We'll just skip over like what we watched this week because I got like a couple couple things I guess to talk about, but I guess I can just I can just save that till next week, just okay. in case just in case there's I'll have to look in a second just in case there's like not a lot to watch in the theaters. But okay. um, did you want to do the the top five campy sci-fi movies? Yeah. So why don't you okay. go ahead and like give yours and then I'll kind of okay. Talk so about it. yeah. So mine like we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. My so. It's kind of like uh, we're going to try to do like every week, do something um, in accordance to like whatever's coming out in the theaters, like as far as like a top five list goes. And it could be like, you know, anything that's similar or, you know, some kind of a different genre or something like just something that pertains to like whatever's coming out. And I guess this week, since we were doing Independence Day, we thought it'd be good to do like a campy sci-fi, like something like movies that, you know, you could suggest you know, maybe to see like beforehand or after if you're still interested in and, you know, like exploring the the, the, yeah, the genre. And, you know, these kind of just, you know, came off the top of my head. And and so my number five, do you just want to do like, I'll do five. Do you have yours in order? Or? Yeah. Okay. Do you, I'll just do, I'll just do, we'll just do five, five and then four, four and then three and then all the way to one. Okay. Okay. So my number five is uh, Flight, Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> classic movie i oh, just remember watching when i was a kid and 
you know oh, yeah it, it's very it's very similar i mean other than i mean it's kind of similar to independence day in the way that you know they they make contact with the kid they make contact with an alien except it's not trying to kill everybody so <laughs> but uh yeah that'd be my number five which yeah is... my number five a lot of people probably haven't heard of this movie but uh I remember seeing it as a kid. Uh, my uncle had it on Laserdisc, and uh, um, I don't know. I just loved it. But uh, The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. That was uh, just race, the day. Yeah, a race car movie. Uh, um, you know, the they used the, what was it, the Dodge Vector was yeah. the centerpiece uh, of the movie. Uh, like this uh, alien-infused car kind of comes to wreak havoc on... Uh, uh, Charlie Sheen was kind of killed in a like a brutal murder, and he comes back uh, with a new body and a new form to try to get revenge. I don't know. It was just a classic, yeah. I don't know, eighties sci-fi movie with cars. I think it even had Ron Howard's brother in it. Yeah, so. yeah Clint Howard. Yeah, Clint Howard. Yeah. yeah. How could you go wrong? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's a good one actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So my number four. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really. It doesn't fit that well but um i guess it's more of like a like a robot i i might maybe would be a robocop like i don't know why i just thought i just thought when i was thinking of this list it is you know how we were, you were saying like it was you fit you you had it perfectly like it's a big budget b movie you know as far as independence day goes and that's yeah. exactly what robocop was it was a it was like for its time it was like a you know it definitely was a b movie and yeah. uh you know, it just it just hit. I just remember being like terrified as a kid watching it, and yeah. uh, you know, it, very similar to the Wraith. The guy almost the the main actor uh, was it? It was Peter Weller, wasn't it? Peter if Weller, I remember yeah. right, yeah. He almost gets killed, and uh, you know, of course they put him into like a robotic body, and you know, he's a cop, and uh, you know, goes from there, and it definitely it definitely has that cheesy vibe to it. And, yeah. uh, but it also has, you know, a lot of violence and, and, uh, a lot of really good action, a lot of model work and stuff. So it's very similar to the, even like the original independence day. So I guess that's why I thought of it, but yeah, that'd yeah. be number, my number four. Yeah. Uh, my, I, for number four, for me, I have, uh, the last starfighter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Just I a classic. Yeah. Just a classic movie. I remember watching as a kid, uh, just love the, the cheesy kind of space combat, uh, like, what is it? The little boy where he gets like warped up into space to fight this war with, yeah. uh, you know, because he's, uh, good at an arcade or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just loved kind of the eighties campy action, uh, kind of like the ships kind of have like a, like a, like a, almost like a Battlestar Galactica type vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just <laughs> one yeah, of those movies. Always adventure. Just... It's it, it puts you back in the time, and it's just a really good adventure film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, Demi, it's very similar to Independence Day. You know, when they they take the ships up to the the mothership. You know, so you remember when the plane find you know when the alien brings the plane down, and they finally go into space to save it. So it's very similar. Yeah. And then uh, okay, so my number three would be Starship Troopers, <laughs> and <laughs> it's like yeah. It, it's almost exactly like uh, RoboCop too. I guess you're like all thinking around the we were thinking along the same lines. This it was a B movie of its time too. Like, you know, yeah. just with the its intros and um, kind of like I guess like flamboyance for action and yeah. um, character and just absurdity. It was I, I really liked it and uh, um, I actually just read the book like a couple months ago 
And I, oh, really, okay. yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that as well. It, 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 uh, it, you know, it kind of delves more into, uh, like the backstories. I mean, of course they don't have a lot of time to do it in a movie, but you know, just like any book, it delves more into the backstories and whatnot, but right. it's still just as like B movie ish and campy as the movie is. So, um, yeah, that'd be my number three. Yeah, I actually agree. That was actually my number three too. I mean, nice. I, I enjoyed it. Of course it spawned what three, four sequels yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them all direct to video. Direct to video. But, uh... Yeah. I never saw any of them past the first one, so I can't. Yeah. I, I don't think I have either. I, I think it's funny. Every ever so often, I'll be in a, a video store or Best Buy, and I'll, I'll catch a glimpse, and I'll be like, they made another one? But <laughs> no, but I mean, just the original. It's just the, the you know, you know the, the, the campiness, the over-the-top, you know. Um, you know, you basically have, like, these giant insect bugs attacking, you know, uh, attacking everyone. You know, I don't know. It's just this fun, campy sci-fi experience yeah. oh yeah it's great it just hasn't really been matched in quite that way you know with yeah. the over-the-top acting from uh what is it casper van dean yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and oh and jake Busey, if i remember i was in it oh jake Busey, let's yeah. not forget yeah, let's the not forget that son of uh great the the great the gary bc yeah or gary bc <laughs> yeah 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 that was great and uh man speaking of we should have put predator too and I should have put Predator Two in here, but like, <laughs> oh, because uh, Gary Busey was in that. But uh, yeah, so my number two would be uh, Men in Black, and yet again, it like yet again, it's just yeah. like along the same lines as Independence that's, Day. That's, it's got my, your... that's my number two as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's just like you know, of course it resembles Independence Day. They both have Will Smith, but you know, I mean, just just the the interaction between him and uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones is exactly are very similar to Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day, like, you know, with the back and forths and, you know, they just, they just play well, so well off each other, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it was really funny, fantastic idea. I mean, I think didn't, it started off as a comic, if I remember right, or a graphic novel or something. Yeah. I'm not think, sure. Yeah. Who, I think I'm not sure who released it, but I mean, I didn't know anything about it when I was a kid, you know, I just thought the soundtrack was cool and you know of course it was a science fiction movie so i had to see it so yeah and will smith was like blowing up at the time oh, yeah. and his his whole career with like independence day i think that came out the very next summer after yeah. independence day so yeah i was his, just so excited just for blowing it. up and i mean it was funny um you would never think that will smith and <laughs> tommy lee jones would make a good duo kind of tommy lee jones being kind of the uh kind of short-tempered dry yeah. humor kind of uh uh guy that he is you know kind of brought that to his character and of course will smith being real charismatic and yeah. kind of easygoing and you know laugh a minute kind of always cracking a joke i mean they just made such a funny interesting team i mean it just is an interesting idea coupled with um i wouldn't say it was great special effects but it was you know it was it was um uh I don't know. It fit with the times. It fit with the tone of the movie. I mean, it had a lot of humor. Um, again, yeah, just a like a fun yeah. kind of campy sci-fi movie that yeah, <laughs> everyone's oh, yeah, great. If you haven't seen it. Oh, definitely. And then yeah, my number one. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's gonna be the same again, but mine was uh, Spaceballs. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's my number one. I don't yeah. think I don't think you can when you put yeah. sci-fi and campy together. Yeah. I don't think you. Can 
come up with a better right it's just it has it's the number one thing i thought of so it's, i mean it was the very first thing i thought of so i had to be my number one and of course, i've probably uh, seen it like 10, 10 or 15 times it was like one of the only vhs's i had growing up so i can like quote like pretty much the entire movie if you put it in front of me i've seen it so many times so i mean it's it's a definitely one it's just a must see like it's just they don't make movies like that anymore i mean they try with the um what what are they like those uh um those wayne's brother movies yeah those scary movies and all that they, yeah they try to do that nowadays but i mean they every every now and again they'll try to do some weird you know like mishmash and it, I don't know, it's just terrible but yeah i mean i think it, it's just like, like back to... and it's like you had the the um uh the sight gags like that is like a lost art like where it's just all nothing but sight gags like with airplane and space balls yeah. and it all was the just Ace movies. And yeah, exactly. It's like it was all yeah. visual comedy. You didn't have to have anybody say anything. It was just stuff going on in the background, you know, all these crazy ideas. And I mean, it just had like, especially Spaceballs. I mean, you know, it mimicked Star Wars, you know, of course. And it yeah. just did such a great job, like all around the acting, like the special effects, yeah. the writing, of course, was just hilarious. There's like never a downtime. There's never yeah. downtime at all. And, you know, they just, there's jokes. They just, they just, they just work today too. Like you can watch it anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's just that the humor uh, from generation to generation kind of changes and the things that people find funny uh-huh. uh, nowadays. And I don't know if it's just, you know, from us when we were kids, but I don't know, just things that they put in these movies that are uh, directed at, you know, usually a younger audience. Just, um, I mean, some of it's kind of makes you kind of grin a little, but, a lot of it's kind of lost to me, but yeah, I definitely agree with the the sight gags is a lost start. I mean, it's just you just don't really get that anymore. I mean, humor just kind of changed. I I guess that's why it's kind of hard to make really good comedic films now because uh, you know the way you have to market them. It's like you give you you know you have to give all the best jokes away in the trailer to get people yeah. to go. See it. Then of course you see it and. Like none of the funny, none of the rest of the movie had any meat to it. Right. And just all those old movies, uh, but Spaceballs especially, like the old Mel Brooks movies, uh, you know, uh, movies like that. The yeah. uh, what was it? The Zuckers. The yeah, the, Zuckers, the airplane yeah. movies. The Naked Gun. You just, yep. I don't yep. know. You just don't get that style of comedy anymore. And no. that's definitely at the top of my list as well for uh, campy sci-fi movies. It is true though. Like especially with comedies, you just have. You know, just kind of like these buddy movies, like with, uh, like Daddy's Home and that Get Hard, and like it's just like these, and like you know, like Neighbors too, and it's just, yeah. it's all just kind of redone, regurgitated stuff you've seen before, and com- comedy, comedy and horror, are kind of, there are there hasn't been like a resurgence or anything new in a while, you know, so I've been kind of waiting for you know something to hit big. I think I think but that definitely comes with the personality. Uh, as far as comedy though, definitely see that penguins. <laughs> it's fantastic. I can't say I can't say how good that is. It's on Netflix too, I think. So if you're on Netflix, definitely check that out. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I guess what we'll do is we'll skip over like stuff we watched because um, we'll just save that. I guess for next week. You just want to start wrapping it up? Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess next week, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know that there's anything coming out. Is there? Is there uh, any, there's, there's oh. that Secret Life of Pets, which I don't. Uh, I don't know Tarzan that. came out today. Oh yeah, Tarzan. We could see yeah, Tarzan. I want to see The Conjuring too. Okay. And I'm gonna try to see. Uh, I'll try to see uh, that if I have the time. I'll try to see Warcraft and I'll try to see Zootopia. Okay. Because I know that's already out on video. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely see Zootopia. Um, I want to see. Uh, I know Hardcore Henry just came out. I know you saw that. I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that. We can talk uh, about that. That and yeah, either yeah, like Conjuring Two or Warcraft for sure. I'll definitely go check out one of those. Probably, okay. probably. I'm leaning more towards Conjuring. You know, if okay. like you're saying, if we have time, maybe see two or three. But okay, um, I might lean more towards Conjuring, but um, okay. maybe Warcraft to... as well. Okay. Or Tarzan. Tarzan's good. I guess. I guess yeah. what we'll do is we'll just. I'll just um release it like when it gets closer i'll just yeah. release it um if everybody just wants to follow on on twitter i'll i'll release it on there so everybody will know kind of what we're watching but uh okay yeah i mean that that pretty much gets us to the end of the show um yeah i hope did you i hope it was fun maybe yeah you know moving <laughs> forward it'll be really cool you know yeah and uh are there any, uh, are there any upcoming movies that you're uh, looking forward to coming out uh in the theaters i know um, of course, Tarzan came out today. Uh-huh. Um, of course, one, one that I kind of wanted to see, I, I really enjoyed the first one, was uh, Now You See Me Too. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the first one, so... Yeah, I, I, I saw I that. I, I actually was quite surprised by it. I, I wasn't really sure what to think when uh, when I saw it, but I, I rather enjoyed it. Yeah. And I know that one's been out for a couple of weeks. I have not had a chance to get by, but definitely want to check that one out. Yeah. I and, guess uh, I guess for the big ones, Born and uh, oh yeah, Jason. Born and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Star Trek. Oh yeah, Star Trek Beyond. Those two. Yeah. Those will be in a, those will be yeah those will be like back to back. We can talk about like towards the end of the yeah. month. Definitely. So, yeah, those those will be those will be really good ones. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess this brings us to the end of the show. So uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we do have a Gmail account, so if you want to send in any of your emails, it's uh, feasiblefilm at gmail.com. You can contact us. Like, like in the future, it'd be great to have like a you know kind of a Q and A section where we can get you know emails and go over some questions and whatnot. And uh, but I guess what yeah, like you said, we'll we'll figure out what movie we're gonna watch or at least you know what we're gonna watch, and then we'll pertain the next top five to whatever that is. So, um, like I said, thanks for listening. Uh, rate us wherever you're listening on if you wouldn't mind rate us rate us give us like a five stars or a view and comment and uh yeah thanks for listening yeah we'll see you next time bye still stay on. I'll just cut the recording off here.